Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of the About to Review podcast. I'm your host, as always, that guy named John. Make sure to follow the podcast on social media at About to Review, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, like, and subscribe to the podcast on your podcast platform of choice. It is listed everywhere. Google Podcasts, our Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Alexa via TuneIn, Blueberry, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast, it is there, as well as you can stream the website. The man, stream the episodes <laughs> directly from the website about to review.com. I think people sometimes think it is a joke that I mess up. Legitimately, yeah. every time I thought about writing out a script, being like, I should do this, this. You should this. just pre record one. I should. Then, then it does not feel it. organic. But it is organic. It's the same. It's not changing. Is that something changed? Yeah. No, not really. No, nothing's changed. Uh, nothing's changed. So, yeah, you can stream the episodes directly from the website aboutreview.com, which is also where you can find full links to the show notes and guests. Speaking of guests, back in the studio after a long absence. Long hiatus. Because of scheduling and just life yeah. is Tim Holt, People's Critic. I'm back. You are. Good to be back. Uh, yeah, so we are going to be talking about, <laughs> uh, I think we technically missed Shark Week. Barely. I, I think it was like a week ago or so Barely. by the time this episode drops. Uh, we are not only going to be reviewing The Meg, mm-hmm. the new Jason Statham-led action-adventure shark movie, yeah, but we're also going to be giving, in the grand tradition of the About to Review podcast, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about our good, bad, and ugly shark movies. Gotcha. So for reference, uh, an episode I did with Brian the Movie Guy, yeah. we did good, bad, and ugly train movies <laughs> when Jeez, the commuter came them. out. Uh, speaking of a lot of them, shark movies, when I just a did a quick Google search, good God. A lot of bad ones. A lot. A lot of really bad shark movies. So, but yeah, so on this episode, we will review, uh, the Meg, and then I'll talk about our good, bad, and ugly shark movies, as well as the geek news. Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, we have to get into the original theme song created by Damien Randall of Ill-Mannered Media. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right. So... Shark, sharks, and more sharks. Uh, top of the show, some updates. Okay. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who did vote for this podcast in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Found out this weekend that I did not make the top 10, which is what kind of went into that next round of voting. Mm-hmm. So, But thank you all for uh, voting for this podcast. The Renton City Comic Con Geek Awards voting is still open until, I think, September 1st. Okay. So the link for that will be in the show notes below, but I just wanted to make sure to let everybody know, really appreciate the support. Um, I will be putting some updates on the Facebook page for the rest of that. So yeah, thank you. Uh, geek news for this week. So Tim, yes, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Quite the Quest- question for you. Yeah. Will we see this movie? Yeah. Yeah. They're reshooting it. So yeah, the, the news the is rest, that essentially we're shooting the whole movie. Well, they like. well they said initially the initial report said that they're reshooting for three months. They updated that and said that they are actually doing two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks in a movie that was has already been pushed back quite a bit. 
They quite s- a bit. Okay, almost a year. <laughs> almost a year. It's supposed to be out in March after Black Panther. Yeah. Um, they're doing these reshoots. Some people are saying they're doing the reshoots to incorporate the MCU now that the Disney-Fox merger is complete. No. No chance. Nah, it's just too soon. Way too soon. Nobody is ready. And why would you tie into a universe that you know? Why would Disney tie into these X-Men movies when they know they're going to scrap them? Yeah. We are never going to see these X these particular cast of X-Men right. in an MCU movie ever. Right. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Mutants movie that legitimately I was excited for right. has also been pushed back like a year I have a f- we might not see that. I, yeah, that is what I'm fearing is that that one, because it was a lower budget one, they're just like, no. Yeah, we might not X-Men, they have already dumped a bunch of, Fox has already dumped a bunch of money into mm-hmm. it. Disney now gets that on their ledger <laughs> being like, fine. Yeah, there was that shot of the, of a funeral they're at. I don't know if you saw that shot from the set yeah. where Storm's holding an umbrella. That's Storm, the, Storm. That, the, that's the, 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 you need to know about the what, mistress of weather. That shows you everything <laughs> you need to know about the people making this movie. Like no one on the set was like, "Hey, she shouldn't have an umbrella, no. and we should just have the rain not touch her." How about that? Yeah. How about she's the one standing in the rain without an umbrella? Yeah. And the rain's not touching her because she's Storm. Mm-hmm. It's an easy effect to do. Interesting. One of Storm's uh, subsidiary powers that does not really get mm-hmm. talked about too much. Mm-hmm. So because of her connection to just nature in general because of her x gene she does not get cold Mm -hmm. she does not like she is in a desert she does not get hot because her body is constantly just regulating she's just claustrophobic (laughs) very claustrophobic (laughs) well because of the shadow king he messed her up as a kid um and then when she reverted back to a kid during gambit's first appearance and on candy x-men i want to say 262 but anyway um so i i've I think we will see X Men Dark Phoenix. I think yeah, we'll definitely see that. I, I right. think um, New Mutants is off the. I think that's where. Which out. sucks. That was the only one I was excited for. You were excited for New Mutants. It looked interesting, and oh, because God. it was going to be something different. You you fell for it. Gives me give me Wolfsbane. You fell for it. Like that. That could be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but not in those not in those hands. I think in in general it's cool, but not with Fox handling. I don't trust him. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they're going to be reshooting in Quebec for two and a half weeks. Good for them. <laughs> well, we haven't seen this trailer. We haven't no. seen the clip. Uh, we saw some, like, legit um, shots. They released a couple, like, Entertainment Weekly yeah. a while ago. That was it. Uh. So, who knows? Uh, Star Trek Four. Yeah. Another movie that we might not see and a movie that nobody was really asking for. I think after... This last one, mm-hmm. a lot of people just were kind of done with this new Kirk averse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Beyond. Beyond. Beyond was okay. Mm-hmm. Blade Legs was in it. She was Blade Legs, of course. But after when when you got out of Beyond, were you like, I want to see a new one? I'd wa- I would no, but I would watch a new one. And I think that was the general consensus: is of course we will watch it. Yeah, it I is Star it. Trek. Yeah, I like the cast. I like the I like Chris Pine. I like Peg. I like. John Cho, I like yeah. Zoe Saldana. I like the crew. I like the people. It, I mean, I like. I wonder what story they're telling. Yeah, and so the the Star Trek Four story yeah. was going to be going to include some time travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, that everyone forgets, was actually in the first one because yeah, <laughs> he was in the first like ten minutes. He dies very early on. Huh? <laughs> um, he was set to return in this, so you would have Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, no. Um, 
they both are out though. Yeah, as of as of recording, everything can change in the movie biz. As of recording, both of them have walked away from the table due to money issues, like it always does. Mm-hmm. Especially Chris Hemsworth when he did the first Star Trek, and right. he was in it for ten minutes, probably got paid you know five million or whatever. Cool. Then he became Thor mm-hmm. and is getting Disney Marvel checks for the rest of his life. So when they were like, hey, Chris Hemsworth, we want you back. And he was like, cool, cool. This is my, like, I imagine the boardroom scenario when you write a number on a post-it yeah. and you slide it. No, Actually, I mean, not on a post-it, it would just stick. But I imagine, I mean, he's, he's doing Men in Black with Tessa yeah. Thompson. He's doing a lot. I'm pretty sure he gets scripts all the time. And mm-hmm. your time is your money. And he knows what his worth is. And if they can't meet him. Yep. So... And Chris Pine, though, that one is surprising because, granted, Chris Pine has been getting a lot more projects. Like, he is staying busy. He stays working. Uh, with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a uh, – what was the Western one that he did? Or not Western, but the Cowboy one from oh, last year. Cowboy movie? Hell or High Water. Yeah. Well, um, not a Cowboy movie. Well, yeah. not, not – like, The bank know. robber movie. Yeah, brothers. bank robber movie. Yeah. Like, he would, like, he is getting – his Didn't star work. is rising. And so, again – Boardroom scenario, yeah. writes a number on a piece of paper, slides it across. Well, again, I think it's time. It's his time, right? So whether or not I'm whether or not I'm 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 making a bunch of money with these pro- with these projects, these mm-hmm. are products I want to do. Yeah. And if I'm gonna step away from them, I need that to, I need to be compensated for that. And if you're not gonna compensate me, I don't know what I'm here for. Yeah. So no. good on them. Now, the movie probably won't happen. Uh, th- yeah. Not not without those two. You can't do a movie without Captain Kurt. No. <laughs> not so much. No one wants to watch that cut solo mission for spock no one's gonna want to watch that no uh so who knows uh changes to the oscars are coming in 2020 yes in one of the most disconnected uh changes that they could have made so they're what? making three big changes uh one of which makes sense they're moving it from february 23rd to february 9th okay cool done early february uh the next one or one of them they're keeping it at three hours. Yes. Now, in theory, I can totally get behind that. It has felt a little bit bloated recently. Mm-hmm. But the way that they're keeping it to three hours is they're basically just going, once they start recording, mm-hmm. they're just going through all of the awards straight, including through the commercials. And then they say that they will edit down those parts that air during the commercials and put them later in the broadcast. That makes no sense. And especially like, because I like to, I like to be the champion of the little guy, the sound designers, the like. If you are not part of those big six awards, eight awards, mm-hmm. you are then relegated. You win the Oscar, the thing that you have been wanting since you became in an industry professional, and then you get maybe pushed to the side and just kind of shunted. They do it all the time. They give out awards before the ceremony. Well, the starts. governor's ball is different. That one, they the governor's ball takes place like months before. When they like Jackie Chan and stuff like that and do a lot of technical stuff. The technical Oscars are the day before. But during the big Oscar ceremony, to think that your sound designer can be on the same stage as Martin Scorsese, like that is huge. And they still get that. We just might not see it. So yeah, they still get it. That sucks. Who cares if people see it? I would care if I was that sound designer. (laughs) They did it. That's the important part. Not that people see it. They've oh. done it. And also, the, but my only concern with that is in the age of social media where people are in there tweeting and talking about it. We're How is get that going to work? Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. So they're going to figure something out. That won't and, work because people will, will be tweeting, so-and-so won. You know, these big mm-hmm. people who cover it, whether it be Hollywood Reporter or Absolutely. whatever. They're going to be 
tweeting out who won. The mm-hmm. academy itself will be tweeting out who won. Um, so that'll be tough. To, to, they'll, they'll have to figure that out. Yeah. I like just keeping three hours and figuring out, cutting out a bunch of the bloatedness. Yes, of it. that That's I totally weird. agree yeah. with. There's still time to tweak it. It's 2020. They'll yeah. figure it out. So they still have time. Uh, but the other one that yes. is kind of proving to be the most controversial. I love it. Is the popular or achievement in popular film category. Yeah, let's get it. I love it. I think it is. I love it. If they had done that for this year, yeah. for 2019, yeah. we all know Black Panther would have won. Maybe not. Maybe it's A Quiet Place. Maybe uh, it's Infinity poss- Possibly. But the fact they're doing this in 2020, like this is a reaction to, they kind of realize uh, the Academy, especially because they added a lot more voters and people into the academy of people of color women of color women in general Mm -hmm. they're losing a lot of this the old heads and they want to try and tap into the younger market because they realize viewership is down Mm -hmm. so this achievement in popular film is like hey we might not actually give you the respect of putting up for regular awards like dark knight got snubbed for best picture but you know here's a category for you nerds and the young folks, because I can almost... What's wrong with that? I can almost guarantee, though, that those movies in that category yeah. are going to be... And, like, as a nerd, as a geek, yeah. put us with the regular ones. Like, give us a shot against the regular ones. they're not going to do just, that. Because they're not going to get vote. People aren't going to vote for that. Which we, is ridiculous. That's not the Academy's fault. It is the Academy voters' fault. <laughs> not the Academy's fault. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see, especially by 2020, different films being nominated. For sure. But no one watches those films. Yeah. The movies and, don't make money. And you and you and I both know of most I'm sorry, most of the movies don't yes. make money. Some do. Most don't. Yeah. Most people don't watch them. They know they're critically acclaimed mm-hmm. and they'll watch them maybe later on on Netflix. They're not watching. I was gonna them. say, like you and I especially last year around award season got just bombarded mm-hmm. with screeners. That is just our little film critic society in Seattle. Yeah. When you think about the Academy voters who get Everything. Get everything, yeah, they're not watching everything. Not a chance. And there, and there's there's that weird sort of snobbish idea that certain movies, because they're a certain kind of movie, mm-hmm. because it makes a bunch of money, that doesn't deserve to be looked at. Yeah, which is why this right? category kind of bothers me because you know that a lot of the stuffy Academy voters are not even like they the, see that on their ballot and they're, they're like, have to me. vote. They're gonna vote for something. They will vote for something whether they they'll vote for something. Yeah, so I just I feel and like they'll it be is, there. They'll be those people will be in the room. They'll be at the table. They'll be there. They'll they'll be they'll do press. Yeah. So I, Infinity War wasn't one of the best movies of the year. Not to the Academy. No, I'm asking you. No, to me, it blew me to away. Most people, yes. Yeah. But a movie like that's never going to get recognized. So here's no. a chance for movies like that to get recognized, which they should outside of visual effects yeah, or sound design. There are no less uh, films that don't deserve it. That's really good writing. That's good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, Michael B. Jordan was amazing as Killmonger. Yeah. Uh, even something like Creed 2. Yeah. It's probably going to make a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Maybe might not get that look. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it allows for, because these films, and it's not just like every big movie, like The Meg's not going to be on there. No. Movies like that, but right. <laughs> but but these bigger movies that make a bunch of money, it allows them an opportunity to be recognized, and I'm a thousand percent okay with that. It's not going to ruin the Oscars. Oh, no, no. There's not There's not a bunch of awards. To give. It's one award. People are, are flipping out over one award. People flipped out when they said they were going to expand the Best Picture nomination. The 10, yeah. 
And who cares now? Yeah. People were losing their... It's 10 movies? It's fine. Yeah, for those wondering, it used to only be five. It's fine. It's just one award. Mm Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. It's an overreaction. I like the the death of cinema. No. It's not the end of anything great. It's one award. Yeah, I like that those are going to be recognized. Similar, just along with that three-hour time frame and everything, I feel like it is good that people are getting recognized. I just worry at what level compared to the big things. What do you mean what level? What What are you expecting? I would love to see that achievement in popular film be not just nominated in one category. Like, if it is that good, achievement in popular film, people what, loved what it. Mean, the, the film itself? Yeah. That's not the that's not up to the Academy. That's up to the voters. That's not the Academy's fault. Yeah. The voters get these movies. They get the screeners. Mm-hmm. They don't want to put Logan up for best picture. That's on the voters. Ugh, yeah. The Academy's doing their job by allowing a category for you to fit in. If the voters don't vote it in or nominate it, then that's it. That's not on the Academy's fault. The Academy is allowing you... Listen, you the can't, opportunity. You opportunity to mm-hmm. vote for this movie. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so we we will see, and especially because it is twenty twenty. Yeah, we have no idea what films are going to come out next year. That same kind of films would would even be the same kind of films. Yeah, it's gonna be the same kind of. It's gonna be it's gonna be Infinity Wars Part Two. It's gonna be oh, yeah, Spider Man Far From Home. It's gonna be twenty nineteen Star Trek. I mean Star Wars. Oh yeah! Oh, you mean Star Wars might actually win an Oscar? Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably I, I, gonna be the one that wins. It's gonna be Star Wars. It's gonna be the end of that whole saga. Yeah. Oof, that is gonna be a it's tough gonna one be to be. Star Wars is gonna be uh, probably Lion King. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it's gonna be those it's those big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so, one of the Harry, probably some Harry Potter spinoff. Uh, Fantastic Beast is coming out yeah. this year. I don't think they have one for 2019. They don't. It'll yeah. be something. It'll be something from Warner Brothers. They'll they'll have a thing. Oh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, they'll have a they'll have a thing. Yeah, maybe it'll be Fast and Furious. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so yeah. So I just I'm interested to see kind of where that goes. Yeah. Uh, the Joker movie. I say the Joker God. movie, even though there are there might be like 17 Joker movies. The one with um, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Telling the origin story because nothing says origin story and telling where don't, he came from than a 50 year old joaquin phoenix don't want it no nobody does we don't need an origin like story. This, that's the whole point of the joker and again jared leto if they're doing an origin story with jared leto he at least is younger not by much i mean but he can look younger joaquin i'm not phoenix, concerned about how old he looks i'm concerned about there's no it's not necessary to tell that story zero yeah yeah even in the current dc comics run like there are three jokers right now and you know whatever but no, but nobody is asking for three Joker movies. The character himself does not need an origin story. No, we just need a good movie. <laughs> uh, but the reason I bring it up is because your girl, yes, is apparently confirmed. Zazie Beetz, yes, is kind of stepping away, not stepping away from Deadpool. I mean, she, who knows what is happening with X Force with all of this stuff going on right now. Uh, but yeah, she has been confirmed. Confirmed. To be in the Joker movie. You don't know who she is? Uh, Sophie Drummond, like a, a love interest. Not somebody he kills. All right. I, well, maybe. That could be his origin. He loved her so much he had to kill her, and then yeah. he became the Joker. Good for Zazie, but uh, yeah. This movie, come on. Yeah. I just, I have no idea what they're doing. It's dumb. Super dumb. <laughs> Did you hear uh, that Venom was PG-13? So, th- they've not confirmed it. They did say that it most likely will be. Because they want to try and fold in. Okay, real quick Spider-Man tangent right now. In the in development right now, 
away from the MCU Spider-Man, Tom Holland, crushing it. There are currently four other Spider-Man project movies having to do with villains that they are making. How many making. Do you think are actually happening? One. Okay. Venom. <laughs> I don't think the other ones are really happening. Like, they talked about doing a... Now... the Venom... They talked about doing a Craven the Hunter movie, which I would love to see. They talked about doing um, a Silver and Black with Black Cat. That's not happening anymore. Well, no, they might get two... They might get individual movies. That's not happening. Yeah, they split up a joint movie, and now they might get individual ones. Morbius. Jared yeah. Leto was oh, cast as Morbius. You want to see Morbius movie? Can't wait. I would love to see Morbius. Now, the what would be great... Not at Sony. No, not, not at Sony at all. Now, what would be great or smart is they did these villain movies... And then tied them in into like a Sinister Six type thing, which they have tried twice and failed. If they were to, if they were building towards that, like an MCU yeah. style thing, I would have faith in it. You would Be- have faith in that because it is not that. When, when was Sony's last good Spider-Man? Well, no, no, movie? I'm saying like I'm asking you. You said you had faith, so I'm asking you, of <laughs> man, a man of faith. <laughs> wow. When was their last good movie? Are we going back to Spider-Man Two? Uh, yeah. We might have to. Uh, so that's what your fa- your faith is. Your no, what what I'm saying is this long. If they were to do a Marvel style thing, which again, like we saw Thanos years ago, and they built towards his return. But the Marvel style isn't just building. I, a, I know planning out a movie. And I know. It. I'm saying if they were doing that, if they were layering some villain movies, and then going to fold it in, you make it sound. It's not that easy. No, it does. It is not at all. I, I would be interested in this. All of these individual movies, first of all, I think Venom is legitimately the only one we're going to see. Yeah. Morbius, Jared Leto's Morbius. I love the character. I think it is pretty cool. You know you know what's going to happen. It's going to happen what will happen with the mummy and the, the, the monster oh, universe. They announced everything. They announced everything. And then it tanks. Venom comes out. It underperforms. Mm-hmm. They scrap so, everything. So they scrap it. Or at least gets ugly reviews. It's such mm-hmm. a... Even if it makes its money overseas, it's going to be such a doo-doo stain that they're not. No one's going to be attached. <laughs> or to a it. turd, like they say in the movie, yeah, rolling down the street like a turd. So I thought <laughs> that that was like a voiceover because it was going to be cursing in it because it's rated R. But with PG thirteen, that's probably going to be. Oh uh, no, they 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 still could say the S word because you can get you can have an F word in a PG thirteen movie. You can have one. Yeah. So, but the so, fact that it's PG thirteen, like I think I think what, what's going to Sony's going to end up finding out is that it's going to be such a stink. The people want to be attached to it. Mm-hmm. Want to be attached to it, and then they're gonna see Spider Man into Spider Verse do well, and they're yeah. gonna lean on animated stuff as their storytelling. Smart. That would be that's, a smart. I think move. that's what's gonna end up happening. Because in the animated, you can do whatever you want. Do whatever you can put out. You can put out that style of animation for Silver and Black for Morbius, and absolutely people, people will come watch it. Kids yeah. love movies. Yeah. yeah. That would be smart. I, only, think, I think that's going to outperform it, and I think Mary Pop like the, the week is coming out. Like it's gonna, I think it's gonna, it is gonna get crushed. It's gonna get crushed by everything else. Everything, even if it came out now, there's nothing else out. That was your best chance. Your August, best chance for releasing it next August thirty first is kind of that dead zone of movies. That was we the have best like chance. four movies dropping on August thirty first. Then put it there. Put it there. Well, who would have to be Kin? Kin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's coming out in December. Yeah. Oof, terrible. Yeah. So there are <clears throat> there are two things that I do like about the trailer so far. Only two. Venom. Yeah. Two. Jeez. What His are these size, two like physically, like the scene where he picks the guy up yeah. and you see him as like nine feet tall. Yeah. That looks cool. Like that actually looks like the Venom from the comics in that one moment. So that is cool. 
Uh, You're easy to please, sir. The the voiceover, like in the actual, internal, that actually is interesting. I like that because that is that is what happened in the comics. Like whenever Venom was speaking, the dialogue box had like these like yeah. weird edges and Eddie would have a different thing. I like what they're doing there. I like the physical presence he has in that one shot. The movie is going to be trash. Yeah, it's not going to be good. The movie is going to I, be it's terrible. <laughs> I'd be shocked if it was solid. And again, like you're using solid. You're using Riot as the villain, not Carnage. They said there might be just multiple villains. Oh, there there is going to be. But why start with <sighs> Again, you're the one who said you have faith in Sony, not me. No, 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 no. I said I would have faith if they were building a Marvel style thing. Again, because of Sony, I don't have faith even if they were trying to do that. I I don't have faith. I'm saying I would have faith if they were doing if they weren't Sony. Yes. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Uh, the last bit of geek, <laughs> geek news is, is a little bit of sad news. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, mm-hmm. uh, the amazing Uhura from the original Star Trek series and champion of women in science, especially women of color in yeah. science. Dr. Mae Jameson, the first yeah. black woman in space, is was only there because of Nichelle Nichols yeah. and her influence with NASA, like legitimately with NASA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was diagnosed with dementia super sad i mean she is yeah. definitely getting up there and yeah, it, you and know happens to old people man dementia is scary terrifying it's terrifying like First i mean her. i know it's a lot of family. people especially who are older who every day they're doing crosswords they're doing word finds just to, your yeah. brain is a muscle like Gotta keep it moving so but yeah so super sad for that uh i hope that you know just mm-hmm. thoughts and thoughts and prayers go out to the, the family so and happens to old people just, man yeah Nursing, that's the problem with cta and nfl it's like um, so it's people who are 35 with early onset dementia at 35 which is crazy it's crazy they said how aaron hernandez had the worst case they had ever seen Yeesh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean Nichelle nichols i think she's 80 something like yes, she's about that age so is william shatner really going to outlive every single one of, he might just him and george takei they're just kicking it like actually yeah they're the only yeah, ones only left. left yeah only two left george actually no george takei is, is gonna live forever <laughs> yeah he's got, he's got a useful spirit yeah so, so yeah that was uh the geek news uh, just a few items up for uh, for grabs. I'm gonna get you a I love Sony T-shirt for Christmas, <laughs> with Venom's face on it. Oh, great! Or I Venom Sony. God. Um, yeah, and they're using the Lethal Protector storyline. You're the one who has we, faith in Sony. I'm, I, I don't okay, know I, why you were bringing this up to me. I don't have faith in re- replay though. booth. Play back the tape. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not actually going to have yeah, Damien cut anything in there. I said I, w- I would have faith if they are going with the Marvel style formula, but it is Sony. That's like saying I would date you if you looked exactly like Beyonce, but you don't. So I guess I can't Rude. date you. I work really hard to look yeah. exactly like Beyonce. You gotta try it. Wow. Gotta try it. Although she is my same height. Gotta do more. That's so, fine. Gotta uh, do more planks. <laughs> so, all right, cool. So now, uh, onto the, the meat of the, the issue. Right. So we're going to start off with a review of The Meg. The Meg. <laughs> so, Tim, take it away. <laughs> wow. The Meg. Uh, what's his name? The, the National Treasure Director. Uh, John, John Turtelob. Turtelob. Oh, na- National Treasure? How dare you? He did Cool Runnings and Three Ninjas. Yeah, National Treasure Director. Uh, <laughs> cool uh, Runnings is one of the greatest movies of our childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Three Ninjas was also awesome. We both have awesome. different childhoods. Very um, true. <laughs> so it's this movie about a giant prehistoric shark that mm-hmm. surfaces and... It's eating people, I guess, but 
is Jason Statham who plays like a deep sea rescue diver. Mm-hmm. The movie opens with him getting like he has a run in with the maid. We don't see it. Mm-hmm. He swears something was down the water. He had to leave his guys behind. Um, five years later, his ex wife is of in course. a submarine <gasps> deep on mm-hmm. the ocean floor. They've like found like. There was like a essentially like a layer of like coal, a, th- a, therm- a thermal layer, a thermal layer uh, over this trench that that was the bottom, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's a thermal layer, but there's stuff living beneath the thermal layer. Mm-hmm. So they go under, and the Meg is down there, and then when they escape, the Meg escapes through this tunnel, and <laughs> like a, it, a heat spout, yeah, a heat, pretty much a heat spout, mm-hmm. and uh, shows up and starts ter- terrorizing people. So now Jason Statham and his ragtag group of people try to. Take down the Meg, mm-hmm. and they do, in the dumbest way as possible. The dumbest way as possible. The dumbest so, way as possible. First That's of the all, best part of the movie is that it's I'm like no one thought about this. One of the dumb things, and this was early. Yeah. So like the actual like the the opening like the rescue diving stuff like yeah. compelling like it, it, the, the underwater stuff. I will give it credit. All of the underwater stuff, cool, was actually done pretty well. Like it legitimately, looked, it, it looked good. It looked good. Mm-hmm. So that like the, was the 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 the, the submarines had those those cameras and so on the windows you could see everything yeah that was dope like the the design of it yeah. uh was clever the it cool also it was station. like skyscraper yeah where his building had cameras everywhere yeah. so you can press a button and you can see everywhere yeah smart and that actually is not outside of the realm of possibilities no like they have sure things that very similar to that now so but what the first dumb thing that i noticed so uh masioka is actually in this also yeah he was great basically pick an ethnicity <laughs> They're in it. And they are in this movie. We have a Swedish guy. We have a Japanese guy. We have an Australian. An we have Indian guy. an American oh, no, guy. No, no, an Indian not, guy. Yeah, no, New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. We have a Chinese guy. Like, yeah. everybody, everybody. Just United Colors of Benetton. Yeah. So they go through this thermal layer. And it's not spoiling anything because you know exactly what you're getting into with this movie. They go through this layer in this really cool submersible. All the vehicles were really slick in this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we can see the floor and look at all these animals and everything. Drop the rover. So they drop this like Mars rover and yeah. it smashes into the ground and starts going along. Um, research oceanographers do not really use rovers. You are in a submersible yeah. that is not going to affect the life that you you literally are finding new life that has not been touched with the rover in twenty million years, and it just and it starts rolling along, kicking up a bunch of dust, and it was like, what are you yeah. doing? Dropping lights down where there's no light. Or, oh, There's okay. no lights down there, and they're like, "We're gonna put lights everywhere." Let's see right. everything. And not only lights, white lights. White lights. Anybody yeah. who has spent time like in the Northwest or oh, camping, gosh. when you go camping and it is dark, you use a red light because that means your pupils do not dilate and you can see just fine yeah. with red. So they drop a bunch of white lights everywhere. The wildlife is just like, "Oh, okay, yeah. cool light." Light. I never see light ever before they're, in my life. They're not burning to a crisp. Yeah. Or anything. They've never <laughs> seen light. <laughs> they live down there. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. That would be like seeing an anglerfish and immediately just start shining a spotlight on it. Yeah. And its it pupils would just catch on fire. Yeah, that's but you know, when they when they show who's in that submersible, you realize that oh yeah, someone's gonna die because no one these people aren't in the trailers. <laughs> like, Which again, when I saw Masi Oka, I was like, oh cool. Oh uh, <laughs> no Sorry, chance. man. But of course, like so the woman who is leading this expedition down there and you know, she is this expert and mm-hmm. when they get stuck and they call Jason Statham and he was like, I haven't dove in five years yeah. blah blah because of rightfully this traumatic, so. traumatic incident rightfully so um, i wouldn't be there either right and then they were like but listen to this they play a recording 
Of course it is his ex-wife. Who's like, he was right. He, Jonas was right. And Jason Satham's character's name is Jonas. Yeah, Jonas was right. What does that sound familiar to? Yeah. Another giant aquatic creature. Oh, Jonah yeah. and a whale. Jonah and the whale. Jonas. Come on. Uh, <laughs> like everything was just so on the nose with yeah. this. Uh, but the movie itself is, is it, it's funny. It does the Jaws thing at the beginning where you don't see the shark. Smart. Very, very smart. You just see the submarine getting crushed and mm-hmm. something crushing it and hitting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really s- fully see them make until after they get rescued and they're on the ship and they have that stupid yeah. idea of putting poison in it. They, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. We're, we're going to get in there. Like, a- after these attacks, mm-hmm. after almost dying... Twi- more than once. Multiple times. You're, 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 you're going to put me in a tiny cage... This supposedly can't be broken. Of course. And lower me in the water to murder a shark. But here's the thing about that sequence that I really like. I thought it was terrifying. When they drop yep. in the water, it's just blue. And mm. she's just like trying to look for the shark. Yeah. When the Meg shows up, he tries to swallow her. Yeah. Because they can't bite it. Again, terrifying. like the, the underwater stuff. Terrifying. And then well. it turns goofy mm-hmm. when he gets her out and the Meg can't bite them. Mm-hmm. Somehow. And what was Statham thinking jumping in the water? Yeah. She is in a completely protective He's shell. Like, I'm going to save you. And he just jumps in with no- nothing to really stop this mm-hmm. three-ton shark. And he jumps in without goggles on. Yeah. And I was like, uh, sorry, what, yeah, just, what are you doing? And then 10 seconds later, oh, now he has a big snorkeling yeah. mask. The best part about that was Rain Wilson. Hell yeah. Rain Wilson. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is at 11 this entire, <laughs> this movie. entire movie. He plays the eccentric billionaire who funded this yeah. operation. Yeah. He's like Steve Jobs. For no reason. Mixed with like, what's the guy from Virgin Air? What's his name? Uh, uh, he did the crazy dude. Brent. Brent yeah. What's his oh, name? Gosh. Yeah. That's Virgin me. Air's guy. yeah. He's like that. He's like a mix of those guys. Yeah. And just is, again, on 10, running around. <laughs> Acting crazy, and then has the crazy idea about what he's gonna do. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Oh, yeah. that's gonna bother he's, me. He reminded me much, much of that. Yeah, but again, like Got he, ne- cool he never on, explains. Wore the Jordans. Why? Jordan that was ones. a weird thing. The trying to show you who's hip. Hip people wear Jordan ones. As soon as he gets out of the the helicopter, the camera like swoops in, boom, on some Jordans to show you he's cool. <laughs> that's the point of I it. Guess, what, what Jordans were the they? Jordan, the Jordan ones. Okay, I knew you would know that. Show you he's cool. Um. So, yeah, he is at 11. He funded this whole research facility. Yeah. Which was actually really did, cool. Did, at any point, did he say why? No. Right? So, why was he pumping No, up? to make money. They were going to make money. They were, like, looking to find something to make money off of. That was the thing. Remember at the very beginning, they're talking about, like, we're hoping to, f- like, if it, they were having a discussion of what if this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And he was like, then, then you've wasted $1.5 yeah. billion. Dollars. And he was like, hoping, ha, ha, ha. They were hoping like, no, to no. find something to be able to like, oh, we can bring people to see it or s- watch right. it or whatever. That was the point. Okay. Was um, point. This is also this. So this is a partnership uh, production company called Gravity Pictures. Yes. So with movies like Transformers mm-hmm. and other ones where they Sk- Pacific Rim. Skyscraper. Skyscraper where it takes place in China. Yeah. They will randomly have a bunch of Chinese actors in it because it is a co-production and it lets you skirt around the regulations that the Chinese, the People's Republic of China film industry has, where they can only allow in a certain amount of... Very strict regulations. Very. So to get around that, you're like, uh, yeah, we will cast some of your actors and take some of your money. Gotcha. This movie 
This is not a co-production. This is a Chinese film with some random Americans in it. 100%. It is the flip side of all of the other ones. Yeah. Watching this, I was like... They don't really serve a purpose other than the little... <laughs> no, they don't. That's the problem. Me, me and Matt Oates talking about it afterwards about like... Man, th- they've got to figure out a way to put these people in the film where they serve a purpose for the plot instead mm-hmm. of just as props for whatever. There are like a waste of time. 20 people time. on this research station that we see in the background that we never see what they do. Never see... Th- that's like, fine. I'm talking about the main... The people, the people who, who actually have lines. People who have lines. Like the black guy who is just a one-line machine. Oh, he's he's he is the the audience watching. What are we doing on the sea? This is crazy. Yeah, I can't swim. Lines. You work on a research station, you can't swim. And he was like, I'm not about to be a stereotype. And I was like... He's, you are a stereotype. You are a stereotype. You're walking stereotype. Literally everything about you. Prince Kennedy's, of, uh, Prince Kennedy's funny, though. Oh, yeah. He, the timing is great, but it reminded yeah. me of like Not Another Teen Movie. Yeah. When Mackay Pfeiffer comes into the scene. Yeah. And he was like, oh... I, I'm not in this movie. And he was like, no, man, I just show up and he's like, that's whack. Yeah. <laughs> that is what this that's, guy does. That's Paige Kennedy's role. Yeah, that's his role. It's got all that. It's got the eccentric billionaire. It's got Paige Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, Bing Bing as the love interest, even though his wife's on the ship. And they just, Which... <laughs> they, just they do that. <laughs> so it's weird. got the little kid who's there for no reason other nope. than to be like, why is she on the, at the end of the movie? Why is she on the ship? It is like when you She's see movies. On the sh- like, this is the most dangerous thing anyone mm-hmm. on the ship is going to do. And this little girl's with them. She should be at the station. At the station. Or flown somewhere else. Whenever you see sci-fi movies, yeah, and they're like, oh, we have this dangerous mission. Oh, I brought my kid along. Yeah, why? Yeah, my kid's what, here. Just what to, are you doing? Just to be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, was dumb. It's that, and they've got a uh, Ruby Rose is the tech person. They've uh-huh. got the anti, the other shark villain, which is the doctor. Oh right, who's like you left people behind. Doctor Heller. Yeah, Heller gets to be a sort of an a hole. Mm-hmm. It's got all the tropes you need. It's a it's a parody. Everything. It, it feels like a parody. It's it, like a big budget. That parody. is the difference. Is it feels like a parody, but they take it so, so seriously. As I said in my review, like everyone is taking it so seriously, the actors, but everything around them feels like a parody. Yeah, everything surrounding them feels like a Jaws parody. Mm-hmm. But they're like, in seriously, like we're gonna go kill this shark. We've got to kill the shark. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What, so those of us who have watched um, a bunch of Asian cinema, you know, The Host and other films like that, one of the things that they do, uh, both in the Korean films and the Asian and Chinese and Japanese films, they love melodrama. Yeah. There are so many parts of this movie where Jason Statham would say some one-liner and cock his eyebrow, and it would swing pan to, like, one of the Chinese actors mm-hmm. and focus on them for, like, 30 seconds and they just choose scenery. <laughs> you're yeah. like, well, all uh, right. So, all, all those tidbits, the, uh, of all the scenes with 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 uh, Suyin mm-hmm. and and uh, Jonas flirting are cringeworthy. So awkward because they don't have any chemistry. Zero, <laughs> none. So th- they're all real cringeworthy scenes. Mm-hmm. You save me again. And speaking of again, they get in and out of, I think seven vehicles. Yeah. Like this, it felt like a Transformers movie. No, there are a lot point. of vehicles in this movie. For, for again, oh, yeah, no reason, none, none. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Uh, the plan to kill the shark is dumb. Oh, they, so many. There's a setup that we all see coming a million miles away. <laughs> After the poison scene, we're like, oh, this is gonna end badly. Mm-hmm. Someone's in the water. You know, monologuing as people do in these movies. And, of course. Yeah, Ridiculous. it's pretty funny. Like, I laughed out loud. Um, so, I mean, everybody knows what they're getting into when they go to yeah. see this movie. Te- I mean, technically, it's well-made. technically well made. Yeah. It's funny. 
unintentionally but, and intentionally. Uh, it's more unintentional humor than actual humor. Uh, I think it just it, it walks that tightrope of being funny and being a suspense thriller. Yeah, yeah, not, and it ends up being mediocre at both. Mm-hmm. It ends up not doing. You got to you got to focus on one or the other. Yeah, yeah. it could have been a really cool suspense thriller. Like even that scene where where they. Where they tag it, and a group of people—not to spoil the movie—a group of people are going out to find this, mm-hmm. and they, they find a whale instead. <laughs> Could have been very terrifying. Yeah, but it, it feels like there's like a laugh track attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's really—it's played very silly. Yeah, but if you'd have played it straight, it's much, even the scene where she almost gets swallowed. Mm-hmm. If you, if it doesn't have that goofy ending, yeah. she barely escapes. And like, and that is all you have to do is have her barely escape and yeah. have the Meg swim swim away terrifying scene because mm-hmm. as uh so before we watched this tim and i we were just talking about like real footage of sharks and everything yeah. and how perfectly adapted they are to they're, their environment they're crazy it is terrifying how but smart they are smart they how are fast they are how strong they are and which is why in movies like this they said they love like hunting in clear water just coming out of <laughs> coming out of the shadows like that's what they prefer to do Great. It's just wait to see you. Mm-hmm. See, what is funny is I have two friends, both named Ryan, oddly enough, both who have been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. One of them, he absolutely loves sharks. That would be Ryan Berkeley. Okay. He draws them. He loves them. He collects comic book covers of them. Ryan File, on the other hand, terrified. Well, doesn't he do a bunch of nature stuff? Yes. Terror. No, that. well, Steve does nature stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, like he is terrified. So, of course, every new shark story. Yeah. I will go to put it on like his Facebook wall. By the time I do it, like twenty other people yeah. have already bombarded it. Sharks, but it just sharks like, are terrifying for real. They're terrifying, but they get a bad rap because of movies like this they're and Jaws. Sharks. Eh, sharks. They have only they have killed less than a dozen people in like years. But they Kill get a bad doesn't rap. Doesn't mean attack. That is a little nibble here, here and there. Oh sure, we'll, we'll have you get nibbled by a shark and see how you feel. Uh, I have been nibbled by some creatures during lakes, and yeah, it, it yeah. is. It's not fun. Uh, I was I was uh, at in Hawaii for a wedding one time, and we were, you know, we we're doing stuff as a wedding party. And one mm-hmm. of the things we did was we went out to the, this bay, and we we're gonna go snorkeling, right? So before we go out and snorkel, they give this whole tutorial about what not to do and what to of do. Of course, I'm not paying attention. Uh, of course. I'm, laughing, cracking jokes. I know how to snorkel. I don't need to listen to this crap. Mm-hmm. So me and the maid of honor are swimming. And we're swimming parallel to the shore, which apparently we're not supposed to do. Okay. Because the tide pushes you out. Yep. Anyway, back to me not paying attention. We look up, and we're so far away from the shore. Mm-hmm. And we're past the buoy where it says, do not go oh. past this point. Mm-mm. I was like, fudge. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's, so she starts freaking out. I was like, Danielle, like, all right, I'm going to look and see if we see anything. Wow. And then we're gonna swim back. So I, so I, I you know, I go underwater. I look, and it's just blue. blue. Yep, and clear. I've been. And there. I was like, you know what? I don't want to see anything. Nope. <laughs> so I, I was like, I could feel my heart rate, and I was like, let me just be cool because I can't come up and be panicking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, we'll be fine. Let's just lock arms and we'll swim back together. And it took us so long to swim back. And people were like, where were you guys at? And I was like, bruh. <laughs> yeah. Once I got to land, I was like, thank God. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I almost wanted to kiss the sand. Yeah. And I was like, if something touches my feet, if something brushes up against me, I'm going to try doing triathlons in the Northwest when you're doing out. it in lakes where you cannot see the bottom and it is green. Nah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything biting me in that lake. Oh, man. Like, so shark on almost every race that I ever did, yeah. 
So even when I would be training, right. uh, I would be training in one of our local lakes, either like Green Lake or Lake Washington. When my face goes underwater, mm-hmm. I close my eyes and I come up and then I open my eyes, breathe. Face goes underwater, close my eyes. I do not want to see if something is going. If oh, something not, is going to, I wouldn't be concerned here. I was more concerned. Oh, when I was in Ghana, there was an actual shark in the water. Oh, see, no, mm-hmm. but I, I wasn't in the water, and the, the lifeguard was like shark, shark, or whatever. They had like this, and like mm-hmm. waved everybody in, and they were saying because the what, what beach we're at, like you can go super far out and mm-hmm. still really only be like waist high. Oh, that is terrifying. And I was like, nope. Yeah, glad I'm not out there. I love. It was like legitimate. Like he saw a shark, waved everybody off the beach. The people cleared. People got in the water until the shark left. Mm -mm. I was like, nah, that's real life. Yeah, like, and I, I have been snorkeling. Like I went uh, when I was in Barbados, like snorkeling with sea turtles and doing a bunch of stuff like that. that, For sure, cool. But there's a certain point, like you said, when you swim out and you stop seeing sand on the bottom and it just goes blue. Yeah. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. Something just grabbed you. Yeah. Yeah. No, terrifying. I love Um, sharks. I love shark movies. Yeah. yeah, hence why you were on this very, very special episode. Movies. I love shark movies, lighthouses. Yeah, I love lighthouse. Tell people that too. I love a lighthouse. I love a good lighthouse. I do. Interesting. I love visiting lighthouses. No joke. Okay. And stadiums. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so for the Meg, you, you know what you're getting into. Uh, so we will not really go too much more into it. Also, there's a dog in this that you've seen the trailers that yeah. I realized when I was rewatching Jaws. Yeah. First of all, Jaws, of course, started almost all of these tropes that we see. Yeah. There is a dog in almost every shark movie. There's some sort of animal. Which is dumb. Nah, I get it. Like, we we know what is... Yeah, it was just weird. But, yeah. uh, okay, so the official rating system for this podcast, if this is your first time listening, three options. No stars, no letters. It is good, bad, or ugly. Yeah. A good film is something that you would recommend to somebody uh, when you came out of the theater. A bad film is... It was not terrible. But it was not something you would immediately recommend. And ugly, avoid at all costs. So with The Meg, directed by John Turtlelob, director of Cool Runnings and Ninja, Three Ninjas. And yes, National Treasure as well. Uh, What do you give The Meg? Uh, It's a bad. Yeah. It's a bad. It's not ugly. It's bad. Like, it'll... It really depends on who you watch it with. If you're watching with a good group of people who who understand what this is, it's Mm -hmm. fun. If you're watching with a bunch of people expecting to to either see a a really intense thriller, because I had plenty of people ask me if this movie was scary, because um, the trailers don't really do a good job of painting out that it's silly. It's yeah. as silly as it is. Very true. So Rain Wilson like, is not an. Uh, yeah, I think he has in one little bit of the trailer. Yeah, but like, but, is it silly? Is it scary? And also, so if you if you're coming people who are either expecting to be really scary. Or like an outright, straightforward, goofy comedy, mm-hmm. uh, they might be disappointed and it might ruin the experience. But you know, it's if you watched it on Netflix, you wouldn't be disappointed. You'd be like, oh, it was yeah, a no. waste of. I didn't waste my ninety minutes. It was I was entertained the entire time. I laughed. Oh, well, you say ninety minutes? It was almost two hours. It didn't feel. Like, it didn't feel long. There are movies like that that feel <sighs> long. Very it true. Did not feel long at all. It yeah. was sort of in and out. There's action. There's a ton of action beats. Other than the weird. Not weird. The state the, 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 the was great in it. Great in all, it. all things said. Like, he was legitimately solid in it. And he is somebody... Okay, so I talked about it before. Legitimate martial artist. Uh, taekwondo background. Yeah. Like in the first Transporter movie, like he did a bunch of his own stuff. Like the dude can fight. Oh, we were just watching a clip of that the other day. Yeah, like he can legitimately fight. Because yeah. um, Shalia had never seen it. And we showed oh, her the wow. clip of 
when he the oil fight yeah the yep, bike i knew he, it <laughs> knew bike, it <laughs> he was like what is this and i was like just watch yeah. it's insane it, it is amazing yeah. so he started like in that scene that we were just talking about in the transporter greased up shirtless yeah. oily and looks great there are other actors who were doing that that was almost 20 years ago yeah. who then gets us up vin diesel he maybe does one shirtless scene he's got dad bot now just fluffy dude jason statham in this film <laughs> is cut yeah. Like his shirtless scene that of course was going to be there. His, yeah. He looks incredible. And he's it was funny. Like, yeah. Like good good for him, man. Um But yeah, so my even that scene when she said you should put some clothes on, he's like, Yeah, that was the original plan. Like he's really funny, like really dry, <laughs> really funny. Uh he's legitimately solid in it. Yeah. No one's none of the cast is bad. They're just misused. They're just stereotypes of yeah, like characters we've seen in other movies. They're not they're not terrible. But it really is kind of weird because like Rain Wilson is so out of level. Oh, he's uh, a ten. Um, but, but, but the fact that the movie plays so silly, his character makes sense for that. That that whole aspect of his silliness, how over yeah. the top he is, because he's not an outright villain or anything. No, but he's had his own motives, and that's that character is in all these type of movies. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but my official rating for the Meg is also bad, um, bad, entertaining, bad, bad. but just dumb. Oh yeah, <laughs> people make so many dumb choices and so decisions. many dumb decisions. <laughs> When I saw that little girl on the boat, I was like, what are we doing? And she was kind of hidden at first. She popped yeah. out. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was wait, like, why is she? Why are you on the boat? <laughs> she was funny, though. I like that kid. Yeah. She that was, kid was good, man. She was, she was good. good. Uh, but yeah, so this is this is a Chinese movie mm-hmm. with some random other cast members in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So now, so the good, bad, and ugly rating system okay. expands when we think about genres. So, like, with The Commuter, when that came out, and Brian and I talked about good, bad, and ugly train movies, again, they fit into these categories. These are not going to be the greatest ones. Right. These are ones that fit into those categories for whatever reasons that we'll get into. Okay. Before we do that, though, the stipulation, the rules. So, Jaws is not on this list. No Jaws movies. Because we know... No Jaws, no Jaws movies. No Jaws movies. Because, like, Jaws is a great film it started the genre solid no sharknado movies because they're so self-aware okay. <laughs> that they're in on the joke okay so i mean of course they're ugly films but you watch them because you know what you're getting like there was one where it was a sharktopus versus something and it was like wh- oh. okay like yeah. so the films are trash but you know that going into it like pranaconda wait what pranaconda half prana half anaconda how does that even work? I don't I, listen. I'm not a scientist, bro. I don't know. Anaconda. Yeah, watch it. Huh, that sounds like a. Dance. It's dangerous. That sounds like a dancer I knew at one point. Yeah. Um, so the good, bad, and ugly shark movies. Uh, do you want to start with some honorable mentions? I have a couple. Oh, please, you do you first. Okay. So my honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Street Sharks, great cartoon from the '90s. Okay. Which, doing cartoons? What you say? It's sharks, you know. Uh, so honorable mention to Street Sharks. The okay. show is just ridiculous. It was trying to cat or capitalize on the anthropomorphic and street frogs. Teen, teenage attitude. I mean, yeah, Ninja Turtles, Street Frog, Street you can Sharks, do like pop better than a frog can. Street Frog, Street Frogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, watch that. Watch that Street Frog. You can find it on YouTube. Watch the Street Frog yeah. intro. It's, I have it bumps so many comic books with anthropomorphic teenage. Uh, characters that are also ninjas and stuff because it was just like, sure, this worked. Yeah. Kids will love this. But Jossum, uh, I mean, yeah, Street yeah. Sharks was Jossum. Mm-hmm. 
but the other honorable mention, I just have the two. Uh, one of the greatest depictions of sharks, mm-hmm. but it is not on my list. West Side Story. Moving on. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible, John. I love just it. So, just so you know. I mean, come on. The Jets and the Sharks. I love uh, the Sharks. That was terrible. Uh, I, speaking of which, I made a video. I should probably put it up. I made it for Shark Week, but I, you know, I put it up anyway. Um, anyway. So, yeah, those are my two just honorable mentions, Street Sharks and West Side Story for okay. having great depictions of sharks. Okay. Do you have any honorable mentions? No, I do not. All right. I do not. Um, so, we, do you want to start with good? This good. is your show. How about we start? Yeah, how about we start? We'll start with good. Okay. So, you go first. Good? What you got for good? So, this is a shark movie that, for whatever reason, it, it is enjoyable. It is something you have recommended. Yeah. What Date. you got? fascinating bait. bait did you watch bait bait might be might be on my list bait, but you go ahead bait is uh i forgot what year bait came out but it's uh it was 2012 2012 there's a tsunami that happens and these people get stuck in this restaurant it's like a restaurant a grocery store, grocery store. and uh a parking garage, parking garage. and all mm-hmm. gets flooded and there's a shark roaming and they're stuck and they can't get out because the front of the store is all caved in so trying to escape Mm-hmm. The shark that's sort of swimming around the grocery store, and oh, and before that happens, like it's the store's getting robbed, so there are villains <laughs> in the store who mm-hmm. killed a person who worked there. We never, never really saw, mentioned. yeah. So, like, tons of self sacrifice, family stuff between the father and the daughter. Mm-hmm. There's the, the, the two the people, lover, the ex lovers, ex lovers. There's the lovers upstairs in the garage, oh, yeah, and they're trapped in the car. Mm-hmm. It's great, it's great. Yeah. I love that. it's it's a movie I'd recommend because it's it's a different way of looking at a shark because mm-hmm. they're not they don't go to the shark the shark comes to them yeah and, and this it's is a natural a, disaster and they're stuck in this grocery store yeah. and this is an Australian movie yeah sorry. which in my research for this episode and I was like googled shark movies and there are like fifty yeah I would say eighty percent of them are Australian productions yeah. which I mean makes sense oh you mean like Go Shark Two we will get to that Urban Urban <laughs> Urban Shark Urban Shark <laughs> yeah. um. Go Shark 2? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Bait. Bait. Uh, my first, the first one on my list for good is also Bait. Bait's good. Really enjoyed the movie. Like, And it is something where it is unique. It's unique. Because it is something where, okay, this natural disaster happens. If you live on the coastline and suddenly a tsunami happens, like, creatures are going to get displaced. Right. It is going to happen, whether they're crabs, fish, whatever. There just happens to be a shark, actually more than one shark, in yeah. this supermarket. Like Spoiler three, alert. Yeah. yeah. More like, than one shark. More than one shark. <laughs> there's like three movies happening. There's, there's the there's the heist part at the beginning with the robbing the store. <laughs> then there's the tsunami. Mm-hmm. Then there's the shark attack. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there are parts of this movie that make no sense. Uh like all shark movies. Well, it didn't make sense. At one point, like the first body you see in the water in the grocery store had already started decomposing. It was like yeah. Literally, it just happened. Like, five minutes ago, this tsunami happened. They wanted to show that he was dead. The body was all, like, rotting, and it was like, bro, you just died. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was weird. Oh, uh, that guy drowns? Oh, okay. Drowned in a dumb way, because <laughs> there's an easy way to avoid that. That was, I was like, wow, this person just drowned? Yeah. Eesh. Well, and when they when they give him the contraption that they yeah. give him, do you not think about safety things? Do you not think that there should be something? Nah. And it just made no sense. He couldn't make it. It was long enough. He had to, he had to disconnect from yeah, the cord. But you do one of these, you know, and you reach out. Yeah. Yeah, he drowned. Um, I did like one. So, Julian, Julian McMahon from mm-hmm. Nip Tuck is in this as, I think, the only American guy mm-hmm. in this. Uh, and he was part of the bank robber yeah. thing. 
So at one point after the tsunami hits and they're all like stranded on top of these racks, you know, watching the shark uh, and they'd get mad at him because they're like, this is your fault, blah, blah. And he was like, Mother Nature decided all of us were sinners down here today. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> like, Good stuff. Uh, it was crazy. This movie was also made for 3D. This is in 2012 oh. uh, when 3D was like really trying to make a resurgence after Avatar. Watching this without 3D and seeing those things that just come straight towards the camera yeah. for no reason. Oh yeah, that's coming you, up on my list too. You, you kind of lose, yeah, you kind of lose a little yeah. bit of that uh, feel. But no, I I legitimately enjoyed Bait. Like it is, yeah, it's just it is a solid shark movie, unique concept. People are stupid in it. There's a stupid yeah. dog in it. There's a dog in it. Uh, yeah. Oh, there are so many people who they get like the. Anakin Skywalker, no. Yeah, a lot of that. Starting from the beginning yeah. to the end. It's so good. That happens. So, yeah, so that, that was uh, both of our goods. Interesting. Yeah, Bait's a good one. Okay. I'm, I'm going to write down yours. Sam, Bait. Okay. Uh, what is your bad? So, this is, again, this is not a terrible shark movie. This is just yeah. one that had some issues. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, it's Ghost Shark. Ghost Shark. Wow. And the ways in which people die. So no, I I wanted hilarious. to I wanted to watch Ghost Shark, but I did not. So tell me so, all about it. So Drew Powell, shout out to Drew out, out in New York now. Drew yeah, tagged me in something a couple weeks ago or last week. That was like I think you'd like this, and it was a it was a gif of a death. Now I'm gonna book bookmark that. Okay. Gift, yep. Okay. So this this it starts with these like hillbillies out on a ship, and they're um. They're fishing for some some awards. You get to be getting a fish by a certain time. They don't get it. They're try, they're, they're, they think they got the fish. They're reeling it in. A shark mm-hmm. comes, bites half the fish. They don't get to win the money. Right. Hillbilly gets pissed, starts shooting guns at this shark, right? <laughs> Which always works so in these movies. Like, don't. What are you doing? They, they they push him down. Him and his daughter are like, yeah, get him. They're shooting at this shark. <laughs> she grabs a grenade and like throws it at the shark. The shark is wounded. Of yeah, we, we shot him. We showed him. The shark is bleeding, like swims away goes into this cave and all these like hieroglyphic like writings like light up and the shark dies and then a ghost wait, shark wait did, did just the shark go into the just cave just the shark goes by itself of course cave lights <laughs> up ghost shark appears shows back up at the ship murders and just it's a shark it just defies the odds of physics and just mm. like, showing up what is a ghost shark right uh so then they're like what happened so these people these young kids are out on a boat and they see the shark and they're like we saw a ghost then the mayor's like, you know, he's he's doing the mayor Jaws thing. We can't have right. a panic. Let's mm-hmm. figure out what this is. There's no way it's a ghost shark. Even though in Jaws, two people have been murdered yeah. or eaten by yeah. the shark. And he was like, we can't shut the beaches down. It's summer. Yeah. They said, <laughs> We're going to lose all our money. Right. So the mayor's son and his friends believe what they saw. And there's like a crazy kooky guy who lives in a lighthouse. Of course. Who's... Has seen everything. There's something wrong with this, with this, what's it called? Like small port where they live at, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... It's a small port town, of course. Uh, so yeah, so that happens. So it gets even more insane. So the shark can show up in water anywhere. Hmm. John, there's a sequence in this movie <laughs> where we're watching three things happen at once. Okay. There is a guy fixing a leaky sink. Mm-hmm. There's these kids playing with the slip and slide in the backyard. Okay. And then there's a kid driving a car, and I don't know how he's like a child. But he like throws mud on the window and then drives up to a bikini car wash. So he's watching these bikini girls wash his car. Okay. In this sequence, the guy in the sink gets eaten by the ghost shark. He just gets pulled in, blood everywhere. Ah! Into the sink. The the how the, big is the sink? The chubby kid 
Oh, it's just a it, dude. It's a leaky pipe. And the oh, it's just a oh. Okay. Can come out of water. Comes out and kills her. <laughs> okay. The kid on the slip and slide. Hey, ooh, wait, please. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me let me see if I. If, so remember the old slip and slides where I had like the little shark mouth at the end. Yep. Please tell me that he ran, slid on the slip and slide as he was entering the shark mouth. The real shark came up and ate him. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> but not only that, it like pushes him. I'll show you the clip. It like pushes him back. <laughs> so, it is so good. I'm sure you pulled up on YouTube. Okay. You can watch the clip. It is amazing. And then the kid is at the bikini car wash, and right. the shark comes out of the water there and starts eating the girls. The car wash and blood is all on the car. It is that's that's Ghost Shark in a nutshell. Now the movie has places that don't make sense, like there's a sequence, <laughs> right? Oh, really? Weird. So there's supposed to be this magic book that like you can do these incantations and like drive the evil away, right? And so For the evil of the so ghost the three, shark. Yeah, right, the three kids go up to this museum to get. Um, to get the book from this guy, mm-hmm. and the one guy, the black kid, is like, oh, I'm gonna, "I'll wait, you guys." He's like, "I thought you guys were smoking. I'll, I'll catch up." So he's out there smoking. So when he comes in, he doesn't put a cigarette out. He's just like, "Uh," oh, throws it in the trash. Then that starts the sprinkler. So now there's water in the museum. Of course, the shark shows up. But when the sprinkler start, when his friend comes, mind you, John, they haven't talked. Oh, when he, he's like. When the sprinkler goes off, his friend says, what did you do? This is all your fault. I'm like, how did you know he had anything to do with the sprinkler? <laughs> so they get in a fight, and the kid dies, and then the the mayor's max, his son dies, so he goes on a rampage to try to kill the shark. It's just, it's a mess. They want to, they eventually blow up like that. To blow up the ghost shark. They blow No, they blow up the, because uh, you, can't, you can't blow up a ghost. They blow oh, up. Oh, of course not. They blow up the cave. <laughs> how silly of me. <laughs> they blow up the cave. Oh, uh, the source of the ghost shark's yeah. power. Yeah. Wow. That's how they do it. Um, That's Ghost Shark. It is hilarious. I pulled up the director. Oh. Griff First. Oh. Griff First. That's a cool name. Wow. Come on, Griff. Um, Talk to him. So, uh, he has directed. So, first of all, uh, he did uh, Universal Soldiers in 2007. Uh, Wolfsbane, but not the Wolfsbane from New Mutants. Then he started doing uh, Swamp Shark in 2011. I should watch Swamp Shark. Arachno Shark yeah, in 2012. This guy loves sharks. Ghost Shark in 2013. Uh, trailer Park Shark in 2017. Why didn't I watch that? I have no idea. <laughs> I tried to watch Planet Shark the other, and I couldn't. It was bad. Yeah. Trailer Park Shark. Let me write that. Trailer down. Park. Watching that tonight. Shark. Trailer Park Sharks. <laughs> wow. Woo. Yeah. Um, Ghost Shark is so. It's it's the part where it's so bad. It's funny. Exactly. And that is that it's is so kind of the thing with the bad movies in this category like there's some sort of redeeming it, it, it kills some kids who are playing in a in a water hydrant okay <laughs> it's so good i was i laughed out loud the shark sounds like kisame from naruto yeah he just showed who, who had a bunch of water styles and he actually yeah. could create sharks out of water that could go anywhere yeah. anybody, anybody and wherever there's water he's showing up okay anybody who is listening to this who actually knows what naruto is uh that was for you yeah. uh but yeah like that, yeah, that, that that's my that bad it's, okay. it's worth it's worth the hilarious watch interesting yeah my bad is is an interesting one and i put it here because it is not one of these like big budget movies Uh, it is open water oh yeah from 2003 based on the true story of uh tom and eileen lonegren who were in the movie there in the uh caribbean in real life they were somewhere else but anyway so they're with this diving group they go down they dive do whatever Everybody gets back on the boat. The person taking the count misses them. 
and the boat drives off. So they finish their dive. They come up to the water. No boat in sight. Mm -hmm. So then they just kind of like are hanging out. They see a couple boats in the distance and it is just kind of survival. Yeah. They're there for two days. Uh, the reason that this is bad is because this budget is super low. Yeah. Like, it looks like it is all done with, like, hand recorders. Mm -hmm. But the shark elements in this, they used real sharks, which was pretty fascinating. And they gave them real shark behaviors. So you'd not just see somebody getting, like, pulled down and everything. When you see them, like, look underwater to see the sharks, like, they're real sharks a few feet away. And, like, the tension in this yeah. is is pretty powerful because it's just two people like you experienced when you come up out of the water and nothing is around yeah, you. It's not, it's not a good feeling. It's terrifying, but the acting is rough. Yeah. Real rough. The way it is shot, I think, is going to turn people off of it. How did they survive? So the true story, nobody knows. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories. They were never found. Uh, the way, the, the, it is kind of messed up. The dive company did not even notice for two days. When they were going back on the boat to do the next thing, and there were like bags on the boat with passports, with everything. So one of the theories is that it was a suicide thing. Somebody said it was murder-suicide. Somebody said that they washed up somewhere else and then died. Like, no bodies were ever found. Oh, wow. So super weird story. But just watching two people in a wide ocean is is terrifying. There's a similar movie like that. It's this Australian movie. It's based on a true story. where The, the Reef? Is that the one? With, yeah, the glass swim to that reef. Yeah, the yeah. reef. Yeah, also based on a true story. The reef was terrifying. Yeah, because that one guy refused to get in the water. I thought about putting that one he on was this like, one. Nope. Yeah, not getting in there. I know what's out there. This was refused, and they never found him. Mm-hmm. They never found that guy. Like it. So there are uh, there are okay. stories like that that happen, and then you watch a movie about it, and you're just like, this yeah. is this the is the reef weird. was terrifying. Um, but one of those same instances, where, like where a tiger shark does kind of like bite her leg. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, something bit me. And he goes down and he sees tiger marks and he comes back up. She was like, what was it? And he was like, uh, it's nothing. It was just a little feeder fish because you have to try and remain calm. Yeah. Uh, he has an absolute freak out moment that is kind of hilarious yeah. at some point. But yeah, so 2003, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was just creepy. So it is not a great movie. No. It is hard to watch because of the acting and the way it is filmed, yeah. but has that like palpable tension. There's a sequel to it too. Yeah, open water I think they made two of them. Yeah. I think there was one out of three. But this one was the only one that I know was like based off of a true story. So, yeah. Uh, now, to the, <laughs> the the one that would just bring it home. Okay. The ugly shark movie. A okay. movie that is just awful. Even if it had good shark mechanics, even if it had good whatever, it is just awful. What is your ugly shark movie? Shark Night 3D, 2011. Shark Night. Shark Knight 3D. Please tell you me about You never heard this. of this? No. All right. So <laughs> it starts off with this guy looks just like Dwayne Wade. Starts off in Goth Gotham City. No, guy looks just like Dwayne Wade. And uh, he comes in. He's an athlete. And his tutor helped him get a B plus. So we can make, play the team. We're all going to go. High school, college. College. Okay. We're all going to go for a weekend away. Their faces in this movie you recognize. They go okay. for a weekend away to like this place, right? And uh, they're out there. And but the movie opens with this woman and very much like Jaws. Mm -hmm. Her and her boyfriend are like, like being all cutesy in the water. Of course. He's like, take off your top. She takes off her top. <laughs> She's like, don't make me take off my top. He takes it off her and then just throws it. So, 
She's like, you're gonna, he's, he's like, she's like, you're gonna go get it. He's like, ah, I'm going back to the whatever. So she swims out to get it, and then she gets eaten. And when she goes in the water, it goes quiet. He doesn't know mm-hmm. what happened to her. So anyway, these kids are out there later, and these shark attacks happens. They're water skiing, and uh, Dwayne Wade is on the water <laughs> ski, and he notices a shark. He's like, Speed Dwayne up. Wade, aka they can't, they can't hear What's him. It? Is his name uh, Malik? He's the only black guy in the movie. Yeah, Sinqua Walls. Tell me, like, like a young Dwayne Wade. Okay, yeah, he does. Oh, I know this guy. Oh, he was on Power. That is how I know him. Oh, oh you know him from Power. Look at John's Power knowledge coming into play. Yeah, so anyway, so he's water skiing. He falls off. They can't find him. They see him. It's a really cool shot. They're like, oh, he made it to shore. When he, mm-hmm. when he stands up, his arm is missing. Okay, that is another trope that happens. His arm is missing. Okay, yep. They're trying to get him help, get him to the hospital. These mm-hmm. hillbillies show up to help. Um, he'll, I say hillbilly because that's what they, they make them act like hillbillies. Mm-hmm. Their friend ends up dying. She gets eaten by the shark. They they put him in a boat, and then they just... That's how these movies go. They put him in the boat, and, like, the blood is dripping into the lake. Oh, so the shark is chasing the boat, and their friend falls in the water. She gets eaten. Of and course. The the gear gets stuck on the boat. They jump out. What? With him, with him and with the cooler with his arm in it, because they go to find his arm. And uh, the boat blows up and it hits like a, <laughs> like a yeah it hits like a gas thing and blows up so there's no boat mm-hmm. so they end up getting on a jet ski with him trying to jet ski him to help but he knows the shark is behind them and he's conscious enough because he has this whole meltdown where he's like as it happened at least one you, character you, in all I, of these all movies I've got is my athletics and you, oh. you've got a good gpa i gotta make some i gotta provide for my people and my family so he's his whole career is one because he didn't have an arm um, so tell they, that tell it to the new uh, Seahawk, yeah. uh, the defensive. Uh, he doesn't have a hand. He doesn't have an yeah. arm. Oh, true, <laughs> very true. Uh, so uh, he ends up, you know, sacrificing himself by jumping off the jet ski and saving his friend. And it's mm-hmm. just, so it ends up being these hillbillies have put these sharks in the water and they're recording them because they're like they want to get like YouTube, bum fights. They want to get YouTube hits. Wow. And, views, and we're gonna make a, people will pay top. He says literally. People will pay top dollar for this content, and I was like, "This it, it wow. maybe made since 2011, but it is so dumb now." <laughs> I was like, "The whole premise is these the sheriffs in on it, or the guy, the cop guys mm. in on it. They're all in on it. They're trying to they put cameras on these sharks to record these killings, and they're gonna post them online as if you could post murder, murder. online, right. And somehow get adsense from it. You we the we, murders we still have not seen Steve Irwin's death." Yeah, I don't want like, to see it. Well, yeah. I know, but I'm saying, like, yeah. the, there is footage of that, of the yeah. Stingray, like, when it actually happened. Yeah. From what I heard, like, that tape, like, only, like, the Discovery Channel producer saw it, and they kind of just, like, buried it. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, like, <laughs> sharks murdering people. So, that that that's their rub. Uh, yeah, it's it's dumb. Wow. It's a dumb movie, Shark. So, and it isn't... Nice. So, like, uh, talk uh, about with the 3D. Like yeah, so there's a lot, like, so when the... When the, sh- when the boat blows up, mm-hmm. that's 3D. Some you of the see, shark like, attacks. gears and yeah. stuff fly towards the camera. Pieces of wood. I was like, right. this is so stupid. Yeah, watching... I saw this in theaters, by the way. Oh, I you did? It. Yeah, I rewatched it last night. Again, I love shark movies. Did I you watch like, it in 3D in the theater? Or, I or I guess, was it always... Yeah, I don't think I had a choice. Okay, okay. I think it was like 3D. Gotcha. So you see it in 3D. Um, wow. I was mad then when I watched it. I was more like, <laughs> this is stupid. When I watched it now. It was just, mm-hmm. the, the, the premise is they're, they're trying to make content for the internet. And they put cameras on sharks to kill people. It's the really? It's so dumb. But Tim, people will pay top dollar. Top dollar to watch a shark murder people. Ah, oh, so dumb. Wow. I watched that last night and I was like, ah, oh. look, and it's got that. It's got a really cool poster. I, I'm looking at the poster right now. Shark. It's not cool. But what poster. is funny is on IMDb, 
it does the same thing that all of these do, which is the image for the trailer yeah. is just a woman's butt. Oh, for sure. That's the beginning when the girl gets eaten. And again, Jaws started that. Right. I mean, and in Jaws, she is naked. Right. Like, they film it in, in a unique way, but right. still, like, they... They kind of yeah yeah that's 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 the thumbnail for the trailer a woman's <laughs> bikini but great yeah uh, okay Shark Night 3D yeah uh, I'm not going to watch that don't oh, don't don't watch it uh, yeah no not gonna happen uh, my ugly yeah go Shark Two is from 2018 oh recent so it is a new one uh, directed by Darren Scott <laughs> let me pull pull up a uh, um yeah directed by Darren Scott starring nobody that you have ever heard of except for Michael Beach. Yeah, I know Michael Beach is. Mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea 2. Oh, I watched that. The sequel to a movie 10 years earlier. Oh, that movie's bad. This movie... Okay, so the premise... I have like, a favorite scene, but please, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, like you talked about with uh, Shark Knight 3D. Yeah. David Breach is the eccentric billionaire, of yeah. course, who has an underwater research station. Sounds like the Meg. Uh, right? Uh, and his... So, for those of you who are wondering, what happened in Deep Blue Sea, the first one? They're trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's. Yeah. That actually, like, plot-wise, you're like, okay, sure. How sharks planned that? Turn them evil, bro. Sure. Super smart. Not evil. Turn them super right. smart. So, in Deep Blue Sea 2, his goal is to make humans smarter mm-hmm. to remain the dominant species on Earth. Because if not, artificial intelligence is going to take over. Mm-hmm. So, seems right. What? I'm so seems legit to like, me, right? He gives these monologues where he is like, "We're the dominant species, but we won't be for long. Soon, computers going to talk to computers, and we're not long left for this world." And it was like, "What? What? Yeah. How long do you think you are going to live? <laughs> like, even if that is going uh, to happen, you are not going to be around. No, not you. So, not you a, specifically. No, not not a chance. <laughs> so." Uh, he takes this drug. Uh, oh, that's right. He's taking a drug in that movie. Taking a drug yeah. that is in these tiny little vials <laughs> yeah, about that. that he drinks. He starts getting the shakes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what medication? What experimental medication? He's like a junkie. Yeah. And he like, drinks. It looks like a Kool-Aid, but with yeah. like, grains in it. Why? Do you not have an injection? Like, what type Incredible. of... I forgot about that. Yeah. Thing. So he drinks this thing, and as soon as he drinks it... Then, of course, it flashes these, like, mathematical equations yeah. and everything, as if he was gaining so much intelligence. Uh, they're using the sharks. They're giving this, the same thing so they can... I still do not understand how... When you say flashes, like that scene from The Hangover, when he's exactly. coming down the escalator. Exactly. And, like, he's seeing all of these math equations. Yeah. That. I still do not understand how <laughs> sharks, by making sharks smarter, we can then extract something from them and put it in drink it apparently drink it. not just like a, a shot <laughs> just like drink a it. shot and we get smarter because of that so, so that is just ridiculous incredible um so okay yeah so robots uh the uh trent like the the whitest aqua bro name yeah uh trent is the the shark tamer yeah essentially this entire movie he is in a wetsuit doesn't take it off. I have spent a lot of time in a wetsuit. Yeah. They're not that comfortable to be no. in for very long. No. He is just Especially chilling. Especially not in the water. 
They, they get real uncomfortable when you don't have a layer of water in between yeah. your skin and the. He has shown the whole time in, in in his wetsuit. So of course, they find out Bella, the the main shark, the main smart shark, uh, is pregnant with what mutant shark babies. <laughs> so, they get loose, uh, run amok, do much craziness. Um, at one point, there's like the corporate backer mm-hmm. for, for this uh, enterprise. And then he's just like the smarmy white businessman that you see in every movie. Right. We get a scene of him in his cabin, in his bunker, writing in like a diary with voiceover on it. Like, I don't know what he's doing, but like yeah. out of nowhere, no other character in this movie yeah. has a voiceover. Yeah, that movie's bad. Jeez, I forgot I watched it. And he gets eaten within like five minutes after yeah. that. Um, Oh, this it has one of the greatest shark scenes though, uh, that you and I actually talked about before the Meg. So Michael Beach and <laughs> Danielle Savry, play, who plays Misty, are in the room talking about, oh no, what is happening? Yeah. Blah blah. <laughs> the camera pans to a porthole, and the shark is watching their conversation. Like, it's like he's listening, <laughs> right? It's like he's eavesdropping. On Even the if he is not listening, okay. So if he is not listening, he is reading their lips. Yeah. Um, he like looks in the window like I see what you're doing. Right. It would the only way that scene could have been better had he swam past, saw them talking, yeah. slowly swam backwards right. to watch them. Yeah, I was listening to the Medium Popcorn podcast and they were talking about it when it came out. Oh wow! And I was like, they talked about this scene and I was like, mm-hmm. I have to watch the movie. And I watched the scene. And I was like, they're right. Yeah, this is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen in my life. So dumb. He's literally like. Watching their conversation. Spying like, on everything they're doing. We just needed a shark voiceover. There's literally water, a window, metal, and then the room. So I don't know what he thinks he's... I don't know. Is he that smart where he can read lips? I, apparently. And understand she. English? She. She, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, man, that seems great. <laughs> and then uh, this movie does what a lot of these movies do. Yeah. When somebody gets eviscerated, mm-hmm. chewed in half, whatever, yeah. they always manage to get an extra three seconds of life to say something. So at one point, they're trying to escape up this ladder, and they're like, come on, reach up. In all of these movies, they tell the person to swim. Swim. As if they were not going to swim. They're like, just swim. Keep swimming. Yeah, there's a shark behind me. What do you think I'm going to do? So he's going up a ladder. They reach down to pick him up. They're like, come on, you're almost here. They lift him up, and of course, he's missing his lower body. Intestines spill out. But that person has enough time to look back at them and be like, uh. Uh, just like, I mean, he's in shock. I, shock? He's in shock. He got his, half his body eaten. He doesn't realize he's not gone yet. Of, of course not. Yeah. Um, he's got the phantom feels going on. I think he's got the lower body. Right. Uh, Misty, who is the the scientist who was brought in to kind of t- tell Michael Breach how to beach how to do things, her wetsuit amazingly only zips up to her cleavage. I mean, that's how they work. Um, imagine that. I know, right? It is not like the zipper goes all the way up to your neck or anything. That would be ridiculous. Oh, man. She goes to put on this suit and it's all zip. And it like stops uh, just at enough to like push her boobs together and have this deep. And it was like, yeah. And the rest of the movie, she is in that. Yeah. Deep blue cleavage. That's the real name. Deep blue. Oh, wow. That needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> that's the, that's <laughs> the name of the movie. Deep blue cleavage. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, uh, wow! That, yeah, I forgot. I, that, I forgot. I watched. Should that be the name of this episode? Nah, deep blue cleavage. Um, yeah, I forgot. I watched it. It's that bad. I literally yeah. watched the movie and for, totally forgot I watched it. And we just yeah. talked about it. Like this movie is right. 
crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes Deep no Blue s- Sea is good. Deep Blue Sea, like, when you talk about a movie, like, so Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. L. O. Cool J, Thomas Jane, who never gets the respect he deserves. I really Thomas like Jane. Thomas Jane. Like, a really solid movie. A solid shark monster attack. Uh, do you remember the video? Deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark. Yeah, they spin. play the song aggressively at the end of the movie. <laughs> yes. And LL Cool J turns into a shark, eats people, yeah. and then turns back into LL I, Cool J and it still was rapping. It was like, um, you just ate some yeah. of your dancers. I kept waiting for him to die in that movie. No. He Doesn't survives. Matter. He survives. Is he? It has funny one liners. He gets to be the Paige Kennedy of that movie. Where yeah. He says funny stuff. Yeah. yeah. So He's the cook. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He is. Um, yeah. So Deep Blue Sea 2. A sequel that nobody asked for. No, 47 Why even name down, it Deep Blue Sea 2? Okay, 47 Meters Down, I thought about putting it on the list. Even though it was stupid, it legitimately was scary. That it last sequence was really good. Like, it was, it was shot the well. The twist we knew was coming. Oh, yeah. But that last sequence is legitimately good. Yeah. When they're trying to get to the boat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, where was this the rest of the movie? This is a really good scene. The, the scene with the red flare and yeah. the sharks. Are like, there were moments of 47 meters down. If you're willing to go in the Wayback Machine, yeah. Tim and I talked about that like a year and a half ago. Yeah. There were, there were parts of it that I really liked, but man, that movie was dumb. The, but th- that two, one. There's a sequel, so now you get to see part two. Oh, I, oh we did just see the trailer for that. Uh, Another 47 meters down. 47 meters again. Again. They're trapped down there. Yeah. yeah, but no, like forty seven meters down, stupid movie. But <laughs> you see that boat? I'm like, why would you even get on that boat I, ever? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. To be, to be fair, uh, I remember I went through like a, a YouTube rabbit hole of looking up uh, stories about the Meg. It's, really it's fascinating. Yeah. People, oh, the the people who actually believe people it. People feel like they believe this. They've seen it. Yeah. It's 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 fascinating. If you have some a moment, <laughs> go on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's tons of stories. There's like, I forgot who I was looking at their video. So sorry about that. But they put together a bunch of stories. Mm-hmm. It's like 11 minutes long. It's just people yeah. telling their stories. Here's the thing. As as dumb as the Meg is, right. think about this for a second. So first of all, I've been fascinated with the ocean and the, the X creatures like Loch Ness and everything. Oh, I've been terrified. I've been fascinated and terrified. So the giant squid. We had never seen a giant squid on camera in real life until four years ago. Yeah. They have been at, like so... As crazy as some of these people I'm sure are with this Megalodon thing, we know the surface of the moon better than we know our own oceans. We've only been to the moon once. Well, we went a few times, but it's just like it, that is terrible. Like there is stuff down there that we do not know about. Like the fact that we now have footage of a giant squid for the first time. Yeah. I don't want to know, actually. It, it is so terrible. And when you see what is down there, mm-hmm. viper fish angler fish goblin sharks like no, nah, i'm good skip me with that <laughs> nope so some giant crab nah with acid yeah. blood i'm fine <laughs> the do you remember watching the planet earth where there are the types of crabs or crustaceans that live on like thermal vents mm-hmm. that they legitimately do not know how they survive yeah. like they're not they're something like they're not a oxygen-based breathing system like they live off of sulfur like Man, our oceans. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-mm. You guys can have that. So, uh, but yeah, so my ugly again, Deep Blue Sea 2. Wow. Yeah, that was ugly. It was painful. Yeah, right. painful. So, uh, run them down one more time. You're good. Was bait. As was mine, because it legitimately is a solid, like, interesting, unique twist on the shark movie. Uh, you're bad. Go shark. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, if you got some people over, man, watch Ghost Shark. It's, it's a good, it'll get a good laugh. All of these movies are best. Actually, not Open Water. That Ghost, one was Ghost Shark Two takes place in Australia. Of course, seriously, man, they yeah. have nailed the shark market. Yeah. Uh, big shark. There's a lot of sharks out there. there is, everything in Australia wants to kill you. Yeah. Of course, uh, my bad was Open Water from 2003. A, much more of a melodrama than a shark movie, right. but has some sharks in it, and it is kind of terrifying in its yeah. own way. Uh, you're ugly. It's Shark Night 3D. <laughs> and my ugly was Deep Blue Sea 2. Yeah. Wow. If you're listening and you have any shark movie recommendations, please let me know. Yeah, definitely hit us up. Uh, Tim is at People's Critic. I am at About Review on social media. Definitely do that. Uh, before we end the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to Grand Illusion Cinema. Yeah. Um, I went there last night. They have, they're doing their Summer of Celluloid yeah. Festival. So they showed eight diagram pole fighter on 35 millimeter. And then the secret film was the masked Avenger, which is part of the venom films, the Kung Fu films after five deadly venoms to see like a back to back feature on 35 millimeter. It was dope. It was really cool. Grand illusion is a really small theater. I want to say there are like 50 seats in there, Mm -hmm. but had a lot of fun. So definitely yeah, a plug to them, like local theater, yeah. doing cool stuff. They always have little festivals that do not really get the big press that the other ones do. But yeah. yeah. Instead of Ron was doing their end of the summer thing right now. Oh, they're doing their 70 millimeter festival no, but, but coming on, up. on top of that, it's other whatever other old movies they're showing. So outside oh, of some, this okay. summer, yeah, it's a bunch of other stuff they're showing that's really cool. You can look, look on their calendar. The movie's probably playing once that day, but you yeah. can... You can, you can go see it. I'd recommend it. Stuff that you may not have ever seen on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, there was a scary moment while we were watching the movie last night. Uh, so it is going everything. And then you see the burn. Uh, yeah. And it was like, because this is a 35 millimeter yeah. print of a Kung Fu classic. The, and these are cinephiles who are in yeah. the theater. And everybody was like, Ugh! yeah. as the movie stops, they turn on the house lights, comes back a little bit later. You know, because they, they literally, just, you have to cut the film. Like yeah. it once it starts slipping and gets caught in a gearhead or or a head, it's like yeah, toast. Um, but it reminded me also of these shark movies. The bad guys in a lot of the kung fu movies, once they get sliced or cut, they die immediately. Mm-hmm. The good guys, especially in the Mask Defender, literally get impaled with tridents. Yeah, like twice are left to die. Their friends or their brothers show up a little bit later, and they're like, it was. Long fay. It was like, what? How did? Like, <laughs> you were literally impaled. And then the bad guys, like, they slice them across the chest and they strong, just fall man. dead. People are strong. I, I guess so. But yeah, so shout out to Grand Delusion Cinema. Uh, that about wraps it up for this episode. What do you have coming up, Tim? Uh, that is it. I have an interview for Crazy Rich Asians with John mm-hmm. Chu and Henry Golding dropping this week. Uh, seeing Mile 22. We sure are. Sure are seeing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Not a whole lot. Uh, are you not going to the, one of the most critically acclaimed movies of the summer, Alpha? No. <laughs> movie I, pushed back a million times. Oh, so. man. I'd forgotten the movie. I thought the movie Hard had, had come go, out. I'm going to the gym. I might. Go, I'm going to go work out. I'm fascinated by Alpha because as of right now, I've not seen anybody speak. If they do a silent film. My time is valuable. I'm not. That is ballsy. I'm not, I'm not going to see Alpha. Uh, Papillon is coming out soon with Rami Malek yeah. and Charlie Hunnam. That looks dope. I want to see that, but I can't make it. Oh, really? No. Oh, man. Yeah, that looks good. Uh, and yeah, for the About to Review podcast, a couple things coming up. Uh, yeah, those screenings. 
Rose City Comic Con mm-hmm. is going to be beginning of September down in Portland. Uh, I should be going down to that. Brenton City Comic Con is later in September. Bunch of other stuff is going on. Thank you again to everybody who voted for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Uh, continue to, I think, continue to vote for the Renton City Comic Con mm-hmm. Geek Awards until September. Yeah. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, peoplescritic.com. Um, and um, they can find me on Twitter, People's Critic. <laughs> yeah, like, did C-R- you forget who you C-R- were? C-R-C. Yeah, I did, actually. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Yeah. So and definitely, yeah, hit us up with with your good, bad, not yeah, shark know. movies. If you've got a shark movie, I should watch. Uh, hashtag it, GBU Shark. What good, that? good, bad, ugly shark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or just hashtag good shark with your movie recommendation. Yeah, good uh, shark. As for this podcast, you can find it at About to Review Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, About to Review has full links to the show notes and guests. If you want to support the show, you can do that from the tab on the website uh, it is easy to find uh go to the facebook page about review.com for the event which is the voting you get some updates there yeah thank you everybody for for listening uh i really appreciate it this podcast would not be the same without the amazing feedback that i get from the listeners almost every week when people are sending me tweets and emails i love the feedback i love hearing from you guys So, uh, thank you. So, for this episode of the About Review Podcast, I have been joined by... Tim, the People's Critic. And I have been your host, that guy named John. We will see you next time. Sweet. Oh, my God. You had to watch that clip from Ghost Shark. Oh, right. (laughs) You had to watch that. It's pretty funny. Ooh, there's honest trailers for Deep Blue Sea that came out last week. What? Oh, yeah, Probably for Shark Week. Okay, so what am I looking at? Go up? Shark. Slip and slide. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Yep, there you go. Oh, it was a sci-fi channel movie? Yeah. Oh, for sure. You're welcome, John. <gasps> Oh, chunky kid. Oh, with 3D glasses. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. See? It's pretty good, man. That is kind of amazing. It's pretty good. Wow. Wow. Okay. That just happened. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.